Hey, we're back. Another week, primarily on FM. Another day. Um, we're back. Got, got a match week to talk about, of course. Champions League, a little Conference League, a little Premier League, a little Conte. All sorts of First couple games here for Spurs. Um, yeah, you know, we can't forget this today, and I won't forget it. But we, we missed Beasts and Clowns last week. I know. Oh, I realized wow. that when I got home. Oh. I was like, oh, wow, we just completely forgot. Oh, well. Well, we'll do it again this week. Per usual. Um, and it is that dreaded time. International break. International break. I'm all right with it. We'll come back with, like, injuries, three or four of them. And Hopefully Lo Celso comes back injured. I bet he'll ball out, actually, and everyone will be calling for him to start again. Dude, I just found that Twitter account of, like, Stop It Lo Celso. That's pretty funny. It's just every... There's, like, a lot of highlights on there, too. Lowlights. His corner... Oh my like, god, don't even get to that. That was oh my god. That, that was like worse than Pepe. Pepe yeah, they get some they got some good material this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, there is a top there is a we can talk about the Vitesse game. Um Conte's first game. There is a chance he had. I'm I'm taking I'm I'm taking you to finish that, Drew. I'm I give Lacelso or Drew Ketchum that situation. I'm taking Drew Ketchum. Because <laughs> Lacelso somehow had the entire goal to aim at. And like two open yes. players and hit the goalie in the face. Right in the face. Unbelievable. You really so, had all day. Quick quickly we'll go over Wednesday here in Champions League we saw last week. Um I think the shock was Leipzig drawing PSG late. Savazloy penalty. Yeah. Um I think Neymar was trying to chirp into his ear a little bit at the end of that, but he prevailed, put it in. First two goals for PSG for Wijnaldum as well in that game. Really could have been a Leipzig win because they got a penalty saved early on in that game as well. Um, but a little bit disappointing there for PSG because City's now first in the group after their 4-1 win. Pretty easy over Club Bruges, as you would imagine. How much do you guys rate Neymar? I mean, dude, I think he's definitely not his best anymore. Like... He's not as good as the that twenty. What was it? What was the Barca treble year? Twenty seventeen. Twenty sixteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Maybe. He has not been as good since then. Straight up, like he was unplayable that year. He was unreal. But since, since it's really just since joining PSG. His PSG year. stats are pretty good, like goals yeah. and assists yeah. and things like that. He's only played. His first season, he played 20 games, and since he's played under 20 games a season in the league. So it's like, how mm-hmm. good are you if you don't play? What are his What are his numbers like? I mean, he usually, like, 15 goals, 7. Also, like, he usually has more goals and assists than games. But mm-hmm. last season, he only had 14, 9 goals, 5 assists, and 18 matches. And That's then, a lot of decline. And then... Three goals this season. He's got three goals, three assists in eight matches. It's, but it's in league un. You should be doing better than that. You should, and you should be playing more, especially with Neymar or uh, Mbappe right next to you too. Like, yeah, he worked so well when and you had Messi. a couple. Yeah, that's recent though. Yeah, he, he he did so well when he had the other superstars with him at Barca. It's interesting why they're clashing now, like Neymar and Mbappe. They're not fitting well. Are they are they top of League One? It's not close either. Yeah. 
Right, Lens on. is in second. I've never even heard of them. That's a Lens. dark horse team. Yeah. That's but crazy. yeah, also, the thing with Neymar is he has some like curse that he's always hurt on his sister's birthday. Interesting. Every single season. He's hurt on his sister's birthday. Other things have gone on with his sister. I love that French team names are just English words. Lens. Nice. Angers. <laughs> Lion. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Breast. <laughs> Breast. Um, what else happened? Lingoon sucks. Claremont still, Foot. Who? Still no win for Milan yet in the Champions League this season. Have they drawn a lot, though? Once. Out of four games. Oh. And that was their draw last week against Porto. Um, no bueno. Yeah, no bueno. <laughs> Liverpool, though, professional performance from that during the week. Two well, they got another Atletico. Right. I guess. Alexander Arnold had a couple class assists in that game. Really good assists. They're pretty good. Yeah. And I want to, you know, I really actually, I do have kind of a ta- tactical deep dive into Liverpool. Tactical deep dive, all right. When we, when okay, we get to their okay. Game. everyone be looking forward that, to that. I was watching that that game against West Ham, by the way, great game. That was a fantastic really game. game. I like watching that one. But hearing the two Robbies at halftime, they really just broke down the way he plays and where he's good, but also where he... Arnold? Are we, talking, are we talking that. Arnold? Yeah. I think everyone kind of knows that, you know, when you play him, he gives you a lot of attacking qualities, but he lacks defensively in some areas. So I'll get to that a little later. But it's pretty interesting. We should sign him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, <laughs> do you think, think like, right? Do you think right now? Well, I I'll start by saying this. Do you think he's the best attacking right back in the world? Probably the best right back in the world. Okay, so that was gonna be my next question. Like, you can't. It's hard to name another. Yeah. Even though he does like, I mean, Reese James right now too. Reese James is on fire. Reece James right is now. great. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say Reese James is probably a bit, a bit better. I don't watch Chelsea that much, but I'd say he's probably a Hakimi, bit better. Hakimi is Hakimi right on. The, uh, Hakimi's a right back. He's a good right back. He's very good right back. Yeah, I th- I still think Trent's probably better. Trent, I mean, you know, Trent like does kind of lack going, like defending. I feel like he gives you so much going forward that it just yeah, like does. definitely. And he did that at the weekend as well. Definitely. Outweighs we'll any, cost. any cost. Any cost. What? Yeah, maybe. Any, any, like, what he lacks on defense is well made up for on the other side of the pitch. Yeah, I mean, more than a, makes up for it. Dropped a 9.1 in that game against Adelaide with two assists, man of the match performance. Pretty darn good. Um, how about Ajax? Ajax are doing the business. Well, you know, they have in all comps here 51 scored and four conceded. How about that? Damn. That is very impressive. Ten Hog is going to be the one United want. Yeah. I for right reason. I mean, oh, he's yeah. So they've only conceded. Wait, that was a comeback, right? Against two in the Champions Dortmund. League. That means they've only conceded two goals in the league. No way. And Dortmund had a. Oh my gosh, they have a plus thirty-five goal difference in the league. Damn. Through twelve games. I bet they kicked Vitesse in the tush. Probably. Probably mm-hmm. kicked everyone in the tush. Oh wait, probably kicked they us just, in the they tush just, right now. They just drew against Go Ahead Eagles. Go ahead, Eagles. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well cool done. Name. I might have to be. Might have to That's your Dutch team. Go ahead, Eagles. How's Vitesse looking in the table? They're fifth. Damn. <laughs> yeah, well. I, 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 I was, was impressive, though. Seriously. Yeah. And Haller, 
scored again. Again. Tadich. Did you see the Tadich? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was watching that game. Scored and hit his. Did you see that, though? Johnson. And then he, like, came home with, like, a a fake cast around his. Johnson. You know what? Yeah. (laughs) It was so funny. Maybe Gordon 7-1 on aggregate. That's pretty impressive. And they didn't score in that game. It's a fast game. It was 70th minute. The guy I've been impressed with this season is Anthony. The right yeah, player. he's good. He's only 21. Brazilian talent. Already got the call-up. Yeah, didn't have the call-up. Yeah, he's he's quality. I could see him going to a big, big club here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Um, whatever happened to David Neres, though? Did he stab somebody? No, that's Pronas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He took drugs? Well, that right? I think David Neres is just always high. Yeah. <laughs> like I've seen videos of him training, he's just like he was on the good. Like, life is good. He's just was he the guy place. who like DM'd a girl? It was like I'm Davinares. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's also got a song name after. Hey, well, not he's got eleven after. appearances this. Oh, so I guess this he's, season he's still playing. He's still playing. Only two starts though. Yeah, he's a that, right winger, so I guess Anthony is keeping him out of the team. Exactly. Yeah. How about Sporting Lisbon, four 0 over Besiktas. I mean, look. Besiktas. Sporting Lisbon, they're level on points with Dortmund. Better goal difference. If they get a result against Dortmund. So do they do head-to-head now? Yeah. That could be huge for Lisbon. They could, Dortmund could really come crashing out of the Champions League here. Sporting's in stage. That would be something crazy. Um, Sheriff lost. Group D, uh, Sheriff falling again. No. It's not looking good for them. Well, their last game against Shakhtar. They got Madrid in between, too. Alexis Sanchez, Uh, first Champions League goal since his time at Arsenal. How about that? In that game. (laughs) That's that's when you know it's been a a long road for that guy. Because we haven't been in a while. Um, Brozovic had a really well-taken goal in that game. The Venetius. And then Real Madrid. Ven- yeah. Venetius Benzema. That combo's going crazy. Yeah. They're like. Venetius, too. One in he's the same. a player that I kind of always. I didn't think maybe, he was. I yeah, he was didn't rate highly. No, I didn't. But let's but be I think real. He's, he's been... only 21. I mean, yeah. He's still really young. He's He's got plenty more experience now. He's had a terrific season. But um, he's already had the highest output this season. A few matches in than any other season. So like this is like yeah, he's, he's this is his breakout season so he's far. He's definitely having a breakout season. He's already got more goals and assists Benzema in the Champions League like, and league than he had last this season. This man's thirty three and he's not stopping anytime soon. This man Benzema's on fire. Yeah, him and Salah had the best most goals and assists. They both have seventeen across league play in the top five leagues. I also saw that um I think Lewandowski has already hit the 60-goal mark for this year, the calendar year. He's got, like, eight more games or something. So, That's crazy. So he could get think, up to, like, sniffs, 80 by then. Do you think he sniffs Messi's 91? He, how many games you, you said Actually, he has I left? I think he might have 10 left. He has 10 left. and you you, Three goals a game. Yeah. That would be hard. No, no uh, way. It, it, Bundesliga. I uh, it's possible, man. It's Lewandowski. If it's possible for anyone, like it's at home, him in the Bundesliga. In the, year, in the Champions League group stage. He's scoring in that game, guarantee you. So, yeah, that, I, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it. Come close. He might come close. If he broke 
I think he's going to break 80, Ronaldo's. Be, if he broke Ronaldo's, 80, I would be very impressed. I think Ronaldo's highest in the season is 69. <laughs> like, in a calendar year. Yeah, nice. Um, but I think he definitely... Oh, yeah, he could break like Ronaldo's, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Nine goals in ten games? I would be disappointed if he didn't get that. Yeah. I'm respecting that. So, Do they count international goals, too? I think so. Oh. They've got a there for Poland. Poland yeah, he'll like definitely get like something San Marino Poland. or something. He could... Throw a six sixer in there, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> stat pad. I love it. Actually, is it? I think it's club and country. I'm pretty sure. Probably. I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. probably. Um. All right, should we get into it? Conte's first match. Let's do it. It was. Uh, I mean, it, it was, was a, a lot roller coaster. It was a, what a game. Uh, an insane game. One of the more insane games I've ever watched. First half saw five goals. Yeah, run it, run it through, because I didn't get to watch the first half, so I'll. Begin my commentary on the second half. Well, Sonny came in, uh, had a, it was sort of a mess in front of Ned, and he just put it in. The defender, there was a defender on the line who tried to clear it, and it sort of just went right through him. But 1-0 up, we're cruising. Then I think the second one was... Um, oh, also, let me insert with the fun fact. Sonny, by the way. Okay. First goal at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against Palace. First European goal at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against City. First goal under Mourinho. First goal under Santos, Nuno. First goal under Conte. Conte. Wow. Man of first. That's just a fun fact. All right, can we count on him? I mean, he's our Who? star player. We got Lucas Mora who came in on the second goal, and that goal was an amazing goal. That was a great goal. That was exactly what we were hoping to see under Conte. Yeah, team goal from back to front, movement. It was really nice. Then an own goal. Um, how was that own goal? It was like Kane. They kind of like... It was oh, a good cross yeah. in, and then Kane kind of like scuffed it and just kind of yeah. went in the net. Yeah, it yeah. was. So it was, it was still a good play. And that was the 28th minute. So we're three nil up inside 30 minutes. We think this game could, could get ugly, but then they bring then one back four minutes later. We remembered we're Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> then they bring another one back five minutes before halftime. So three two. It's three two, and then. And a red card. Yeah, not long into the first second half, we get double yellow for Christian Romero. He sent off. Which was it wasn't there was no complaints. Two yellows. No, yeah, they were both yellows. Yeah. And I feel like that's something we kinda knew he was prone to. Yeah. He's aggressive. He's aggressive. And then they got a red card after uh, their player got a double yellow. He got like two yellows in like four minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He was gone quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 76 and 81st. And then not long after that, they got another straight red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came It was off. a bad goal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much the goalie came out. There's no VAR in the conference league, I don't think. Because they would have looked at that. I and thought they did look at it. I think, I think there was VAR. Oh. Well, pretty much, like, we got through. Emerson, like, broke down the wing. And the goalie came out. And Emerson just, like, tried to, like, chip him or, like, kind of curl it around him. And the goalie just jumped and kind of, like, went like this. And it, like, hit his elbow, but it was, like, in front of his face. So, like, wasn't really a handball. And they just sent him off. Yeah, and he was, like, well outside the 18. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was really far outside the 18. So, so it was, like, a handball outside the box. And then, yeah, they well. sent him off. And so for, like, five minutes we were up. It was 10v9 for five minutes. It was almost intramural levels out on the pitch. Yeah, that's, you don't see that very often. No. And, um... Then, the end, it's a win then we won. Then the also had that forward miss. Could have wrapped the game up. Yeah, he came on the 87th minute, too. Wow. Still 
Interesting talking point about this game that I want to bring up. I saw good things on Twitter about Harry Winks in this game. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? What do you think, guys? Well, <laughs> I doubt I doubt he really becomes a star for us again. Well, yeah. But, I mean... Is I, he a guy, though, that you can maybe bring off the bench with 15 minutes to go if you're holding the lead and kind of count on to... If we're holding a lead, especially not, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I think he might might be better progressing the ball than Hoiberg and Skip. They don't mm-hmm. seem they haven't really impressed at doing that. So if Conte sees that as a weakness, I could see Wings getting more minutes and maybe even doing all right. But I don't think he's going to become like Jorginho or yeah. really, really dominate in that position. Wings has always been like okay at progressing the ball. It's just he never does it. He like always just chooses. He just hits the He's always he, like he, when he like he's Mr. Yeah, on Thursday, like I liked he would get the ball and like carry it forward. He's like he's like relatively quick. Like I feel like he's quicker than Skip and Hoyberg. Like he can sometimes make a dash past a man, but like he just loves turning the ball around and passing it back to a defender. But he wasn't really doing that on Thursday. And again, it was against Vitesse. Um, he definitely like looked. He was like fighting hard. You could tell he like wanted to be out there. He was playing hard. Um, when you get a new manager, that's always a plus. Yeah, you got players and fighting for exactly. Conte made it very clear too. I've been liking all the stuff coming out of his camp so far. He's like every player like has the opportunity to impress under me. Like all you have to do is like earn the right to start, and you will. Like if you are playing well yeah, enough to start, you're going to start. And he, one thing that's come out is that he's very, he he will go to the players instead of like just kind of being like this weird miscommunication like a player's like why am i not starting we saw it with danny rosen Mourinho. he's like i'm confused why don't i not play conte will go up to you and say this is why you're not starting this is what you need to improve to start which yeah, is just like very yeah very transparent he doesn't like try and air people in the media he talks to you one-on-one yeah. it's still tough love but it's very direct I think we've seen Conte's impact almost immediately. Like with, we're talking about motivation, definitely. But even in that Vitesse game, he had like a training session, if that, with yeah. them. And we already saw Conte ball sort of in action. Like the three at the back was working, but both like Regulon and Emerson were. Ben Davies was in the box at times. We were. We were. There's. I think Regulon and Emerson are going to thrive in the wing back positions. I think. Because those are two players that are good at getting forward, especially not necessarily stout defenders, but decent at defense, but definitely enjoy getting forward. I think yeah. that's going to help them. Under the two games we've had so far, Emerson, I think, has been Vitesse. He was a man of the match, mm-hmm. and I think against, I mean, the Everton game was kind of clean dry, sheet. but we had a clean sheet, and he was possibly a man of the match for that game too. Oh, he was he was very good, and he does he is a decent defender. And I do have, like, I watched, like, a lot. I watched, like, a couple tactical analysis videos today, too. So, like, when we do talk about the Everton game, I kind of want to talk about that. But, yeah, like, and we were doing overlapping center backs at some point, too. Like, a little uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Sheffield United. Um, <laughs> and it, it, you know, it kind of worked. And I'll, I'll get into that later. But, like, it, it's been good so far. And, like, I, I haven't seen the stats, but I'm guessing if we looked at the amount of passes oh. in our last two games compared to games before, it's got to be like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was double. Like I would we, believe that. We are like, actually, the thing is, we're not very good at it yet because our players aren't very good at the ball. 
but like we attempt to like make a lot of passes and play the kind of tiki taka. There are the like the problem is it's like Ben Davies and yeah, Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer to do it. Do it. But there are times like when we do it right and like in the game where Trisha and I are just like, whoa, <laughs> that like that was really good. It was like five one touch passes in a row from our center backs and midfielders to release a player down the wing. And it's like we could not do that a week ago. Yeah, but there we that's are. Just instant impact. Yeah, and that's, that's always a good sign. I was yeah. listening to um, I was watching a an like it was the two Robbies and Rebecca Lowe talking about what Conte will do to transfer Tottenham and one of the white Robbie I don't know what their last name <laughs> white uh, Robbie's white good Rob? yeah. is that Robbie Earl that's no. probably Rob Robbie Lowe Robbie Musto Robbie Earl's the black guy okay Robbie Musto was saying that he like went to commentate for a preseason game when Conte was at Juventus and he said they did an hour of shadow play. Like full eleven puppets? No, like a full eleven playing against nobody. Like Buffon would roll the ball out. They'd like play it through the back. They'd play a pass, like a trigger pass. Somebody would make a run, and they would just they'd like get the ball down the other side, cross it in. Somebody would shoot, start it all over again. And he's like, "You just Conte just like makes it a memory of like what you're supposed to do." So like when a player comes short and the winger is supposed to make a run down the wing. That hour of shadow play and training every day is like, if that winger doesn't make that run, every single player on the field knows, why did you not make that run? Like, yeah. there's, there's like, everybody, it's like ingrained in your memory what you're supposed to do. And, like, I've done that in, like, my sporting, like, I, when I played the cross, like, working on the clear and the ride, just, mm -hmm. like, over and over again. And it's just, like, yeah, when you come off the field and you weren't on, like, right in the right spot, you'd have three players in your face going, why weren't you there? Because everybody knows every position of the clear and the ride. And, like, that's something that when you have, like, a definite plan ingrained in memory that the whole team knows and everybody can hold each other accountable, that's, like, such an advantage. So I think Conte's just into that. And the fitness. The fitness thing I've been seeing a lot about. six that. fitness coaches. One of them, <laughs> did you read about the guy, like, the Marine, they call him? No. Oh, yeah. One of them is, like... He's bad. He's he's a bad guy. He's like uh, he's got slogans. It's like um, it's like run today so you can work tomorrow. It's uh, he's got three really really I did, cool okay, slogans. Yeah, I saw the quote. I saw and he like those. plays Flight of the Valkyrie, that like in insane song that they always play during like war scenes and movies during training, and he always gets them riled up. So like I think I think he's serious about getting our fitness back to potch levels. And that's all former players say. Like, they, oh, you gosh, run yeah. you run under Conte. And he, you yeah. can see that with Lukaku. He put Lukaku on a Mediterranean diet, <laughs> slimmed him down, got him yeah. into good shape, and he was in probably the best form of his career under Inter. Probably. But, yeah. Yeah. And then I, when we get to the Everton game, I kind of want to talk about the, the tactics we use for our wingbacks. But for now, that's good Conte. It's looking promising. And we... After the international break, we have a very winnable five-string of fixture. We've got oh, Leeds, yeah. Burnley, Norwich, Brighton, and Leicester. Could and win them all. All very winnable. Could win them all. Fifteen yeah. points. And then that was those five games. And we have some uh, conference league games in between there. And then that's all building off to Liverpool, which will be our first real, real test. And we haven't gotten. I feel like we haven't beaten Liverpool in ages. <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be a great win to have. But I found something about this uh, oh, okay. Marine yeah, guy. Yeah, 
one of his techniques is something called the bell of shame, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is a bell that the players have to ring when they uh, when they admit they can't can't work anymore. Like you got to yeah. ring this bell. It's like ah, I can't run anymore. Shame is gonna get real. <laughs> <laughs> His other mottos are die but finish and victory belongs to the strong. Die but finish is the one I saw. Die but finish? Yeah. Holy cow. And I think this international break is a good opportunity for us because, you know, like our best players are going off mm -hmm. and working with their national teams, but the players who are lacking a bit are staying behind and they're going to get worked yeah. these next two weeks. Tanky is going to yeah. feel the brunt and of hopefully it. when the international break players come back, they are like, like they feel behind. They're like, "Oh, we are two weeks behind on this." Like, hopefully, the the players like take full advantage of that two weeks of training. I and, hope like, so. Yeah. When the when the Kane will the, probably be behind. Kane he's been behind he's since kickoff. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, I mean, Kane's loving life under Conte. From what I've heard, he's been invigorated. Um, it's been, I mean, like the results haven't been promising, but like they're if, dig deeper into it, and it's very promising. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to judge all two games. Yeah. Exactly. And Everton so, played well against yeah. us. Um, Real quick before we... Unless you, do you have anything else, really? No, 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 no. We can keep going. Let's move forward. I mean, just real quick on Europa League. West Ham, 2-2 two -two draw with Jenk. Ben Rama brace. Ben Rama has been impressive this year. I, I've really rated him. I liked him in the, the United game. Yeah. Or not United. Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. But yeah, he's been he's been really solid, and I believe yeah, West Ham's still top of their group, which is something that I thought it was either gonna go one of two ways for them. They were gonna do pretty well in the Europa League and suffer a little bit in the Premier League, or do really well in the Premier League and suffer in Europe. But that has not been the case. They don't have a lot of depth, so yeah. like, that would be and, like an easy assumption to make. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable what they're what they've been able to do. Um, and then Leicester, 1-1 draw with Spartak Moscow. They're third in their Europa League group with two games to go. So That's worrying for us. They need a little bit of a turnaround for Leicester. Uh, would, would they, like, drop down to Conference I League? I think then? they yeah. would, yeah. yeah. It's tight, though. Anybody could still win, or yeah. like, Leicester rate, could still win that group. I rate Napoli to take that group, personally. I wouldn't want Napoli dropping down, either. Could. Napoli could win the Europa League. Let's be real. I mean, with the form they've been in and... Serie A, they're one of the sides I look at right now and say, "Yep, they." they, they Are Sevilla in it? No, is that the Champions team? League. Is that the team that always wins it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then they might have a chance. Yeah, Napoli could. Sevilla might drop down though. And oh, then then, then yeah, Sevilla's. Yeah, but that was Unai Emery Sevilla. Unai Emery's just the king of the Europa League. Didn't who did they beat? Who, who? His only final loss is, you guessed it, for Arsenal in the Europa League final, yeah. right? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. That was one of the worst. I literally, like, that was the only time after an Arsenal game. I I remember I just, like, drove to Weaver and just <laughs> sat there, like, staring for, like, an hour. Like, I just didn't even know what to do, what to say. I was shocked. Should've the worst part you. was Giroud was scoring on us and then Ugh. saying, like, Thanks, Arsenal, and that. That, yeah. just, that was tough. That but that's, that's well behind us. Um... Yeah, we'll get into the Premier League here, and it's a one nil win for Southampton. That shout out Southampton led to the sack. Well done so Smith. far. Jim wanted me to shout out Southampton. Oh, so. nice. What up, Jim? What a great town! What a great club! 
<laughs> and a uh, well taken goal by Adam Armstrong. He ripped that. Was, that. that was a very nice goal. I didn't see it. Strike. He made was, such great nice. contact. He's a good. I I thought he was going to do a bit better than he has been doing, but I mean, he's got two goals, one assist so far. They haven't been great. <laughs> Southampton. In general, yeah. yeah. They're, they're picking up though. They, they, no, they are, are doing better than I thought they would. Yeah. Let's make that very clear. I thought they were going to be relegation candidates. And they're thirteenth in the league. They've picked up results recently. Ooh. And like yeah, all their wins. Dean Smith out at Villa. So what's the next step for Villa here? Really? I mean. Did you see their Swift list of managers? Go for AVB. Oh, my God. All right. Did you see their shortlist? I think someone's going to scoop them. Did been... you see their shortlist of managers? No, no. It had like Frank Lampard was on it, right? Frank Lampard was. I've on heard it? Lampard and Norwich, and I'll talk about that in a little. Oh, bit. I did see that as well. But I've heard. I've heard. I've oh, heard oh yeah, that's, that's actually who I'm thinking of. I think yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of as well. um, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we see John Terry take over here at Villa. JT, good point. He's already the assistant coach. He's on Twitter now. Have you seen that? No, I did I see that. John that Terry accounts on Twitter. Um, but that could, I mean, he'll probably take over interim. I wouldn't be surprised if they just gave him the gig. Looks like their main, um, their main target right now is, uh, Stevie G. Oh, Stevie really? G, man. Yeah. It's like, would he be the boss sort of, of Frank Lampard? Yeah, probably. That would be, that would be cool. What? No, not Lampard, Terry. Terry, yeah. But yeah. That would be cool. Interesting. What Stevie a combo G that would be. Philip Park. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he's been doing a bang-up job over at Rangers. Yes. It's also the Scottish League. It's a little different. Yeah, but Celtic were dominating that for the, the few years before he got there. Rangers got relegated, I yeah, think. Yeah, They did get relegated. Not that long ago. Big deal. It was like right after they won the league, too, I think. Yeah, that what a strange league. Yeah. yeah. What goes on up there? I don't know. Um, um, I guess we'll move on to Saturday here. And the big one was... The Derby. Manchester Derby. Mm, yeah. 2-0 to City. Could have been 5 easily. I mean, just a domination for Manchester City. An early own goal from Eric Bailly. Put City ahead of them. A late first half goal from Bernardo Silva. Just picked him up in my fantasy team this week, so that was a nice plus. Him De, Gea, De Gea should look in the mirror at himself for that goal. He was also standing on his head. De Gea's the reason was 5-0. Yeah, okay, true. So... But he uh, that agreed. Yeah, that, that was, bad. That was also, bad. Luke Shaw, how do you let that through? True, yeah. I mean, I think he didn't know that there's someone there, but someone's got to talk. You got to talk. You got to be in communication. I mean, disrespectful from City. They didn't even use a sub in this game. Huh. They didn't need to. And United used four. Yeah. Did we um, get a confirmation with their injury, head injury sub? It must have been, right? I think Shaw had a head injury. Before or yeah. after the goal? <laughs> after. Well after. It was like 15 minutes left. Just realized it after. Um, yeah, comprehensive from City. Not much to talk about here. It's Typical. It's, Typical. it's just pathetic, honestly, from a Manchester United point of view now. I saw a comparison. One shot on target for Manchester United. And, and obviously it was Ronaldo. Um, it's poor from United. It's, it's terrible. Um, three at the back, I guess not working anymore. <laughs> it worked against us because we <laughs> suck. But yeah, it wasn't anything they did. It was us. You guys were saying that. I guess you're right. 
City are also a very good team, though. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, but comprehensive. And we looked at this run of fixtures for United and said, you know, this is going to be tough for them. How many? Like, we didn't see them getting many points in this run, and they haven't at all. Um, let's see, how many points have they gotten over their last, like, five or so games? And lost, tied Everton. Ooh, oh, seven. Oh. Uh, well, I guess... They've had Drop. four points in their last five matches in the Premier League. If you go back to their previous one, they previous win was against six in the last six because they lost to Villa at home. Yeah, which is a horrible. That's last time Villa won a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they went it's five unbeaten or fun, five unwitten after that um, without a win. <laughs> it looks a tad bit easier for them on the other side of the international break, but. Watford, but it's... then they got Chelsea and you guys. Yeah, that's not We're easy. We're no pushover right now. <laughs> no, you're above them. Yeah, how about that? Who would have thought? Um, it's not me. Um, you guys like haven't lost since like your opening since August. Yeah. What the hell. Good work. I thought you guys um, were in shambles. What happened? I'm just as surprised as anyone about that. I mean, I still, I'm confident we're going to finish above you guys this season. I feel like, I feel that way too. I don't know, man. This is a different squad. I think Conte is just. Right I think the I think the the quality is going to come out with Conte. I don't know. Best league manager around, arguably. I could see both of us finishing over United though, as long as they keep all that. I would like that. I could see that. Seriously. I mean, surely Oli, like if they're like out of top six, seven by Christmas, he's got to be gone, right? Yeah, I would think so. But... So now there's this whole thing with. Gary Neville and Gary Neville coming to the defense of Ole, you know, saying you got to respect the club legend and, and stuff like Do that. You? That's Ole. what they were saying about Wenger, too. And they should have let that. Maybe okay, they never should have let that guy. Wenger's different. He, he did. He knew what he was doing. In his career, he won everything as a manager. Ole was a player, not to mention a role player on a really, really good team throughout his whole career. Like, if he doesn't stick out a leg and win them the Champions League, <laughs> he's probably not really a club legend. Let's no, be real. No, probably not. Like, seriously. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to come guys. to a point. You got to come to terms with it and be like, all right, this is just not working. You got to move on. And with the squad they have, yeah, they Pogba, much Ronaldo, you got to be doing better. Yeah. One player also, I haven't been too impressed with this season, that. I think is regressing a little bit is Juan Bissaka. Mm. And they're playing him at wing back. He's not a wing back. No. He's very defensive right back. We know that. He doesn't really have much end product. Um and also like if you're gonna play wing backs, maybe Tellas deserves a shot. Luke True. Shaw's recent form. True. Yeah. I mean and now now I don't know if you guys saw this. Pogba's out like eight to ten weeks. Really? He got hurt yesterday at France training. He Dang. I saw the video of it. He just shot a ball and like immediately started grimacing. It was Oof. the weirdest thing. Freak injury. This so. is international break, man. Wasn't even in the game. It was just in the first training. Every so, time it's like that. It's even worse when it's like that. Yeah. So United are it's it's a dark time for them right now. They need to figure something out on the other side of this break, or else it's going to go from bad to worse. Um, but yeah. Game after City's dominant win, and City all of a sudden, only three points back at the top. And a lot of that has to do with Burnley. 
Far and left. Going in to Chelsea to Stamford Bridge and picking up a point. Um, so they're starting to gain some momentum now, Burnley. Unfortunately, um, they're, they're up to they're up to 18th. They're only two points out of relegation. Damn it! Um, yeah, thought it was the year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they still they're still, they're still in the relegation. Yeah, they're still bad there. Come um, on, Watford. But really, that's a game Chelsea should not be losing. I mean, you're one up. They had total control. Burnley's they always had tough, many though. chances. And really, Burnley scored with their only real chance. How did that goal go? Oh, I remember. It was, like it kind was of across the goal. And yeah, that was like a tap in. I mean, Chelsea had well over two XG here and twenty five total shots. Woo! And only four were on target. So, not, not clinical, I guess. If you're Chelsea, um, disappointing for them. They stay top of the table, but really, game they. Look at it as one they should be winning. The title race is going to be really good this year. Yeah. Every a, a, often the top teams are dropping points. Yeah. Like Chelsea, Liverpool, City dropped points recently. Yeah. Palace. Yeah. yeah. Last week, so this could be These fun. Teams are yeah. And, and unexpected times they're dropping points too. It's being mm-hmm. very entertaining. Um, Norwich, congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! They won a Premier League game. And then first what do they do after that? They go and sack their manager right after their first. First win in like their last twenty five Premier League games and fired. Decided. Now that's where we, yeah. where we dropped. They did get dominated. Yeah, they won. They won. Three won. points is three points. Penalty. Um but yeah, Daniel Fark is out as their coach. Which I'd say Maybe even should have happened sooner. Yeah, I feel like win or lose, they were probably going to fire him. It just so happened that they managed to win. Yeah. It's like, all right, Bad get, timing, get right, right off the, on a win, and then see ya. You want a happy note. So, right there, so we're looking at Lampard is the favorite right now to take that job over. They, I saw they wanted Hassan Huddle. First of all, why, why would you take that if you're Lampard? Let's be real. Why would you want to? Why would you want to jump into a relegation battle? And want a battle you're inevitably going to lose because there's no way to survive this year. Yeah, that's going to stain his career. Well, they'll win the championship the next year. Brings him back up and like builds the squad. That seems to be how they go. That's their pattern. That is their pattern. It's like the Fulham pattern. Um, but it should be. And I saw fact today that like if if he does become their coach it'd be I think the first time ever in Premier League that the coach's net worth would be more than the owner's net worth <laughs> Frank Lampard's net worth is, is pretty high. It's not terrible. It's like twenty million or something like that. Or it's I mean it's pretty high. Who the fuck? But Norwich. I don't know. It's some someone I think their net worth is like fifteen mil. Hmm. Which isn't a whole lot. Where is it, Norwich? Is in London, right? No. Where is Norwich? Norwich is its own city. Where? Yeah, it's on like the eastern part. <laughs> right? Right? No, oh, maybe not. Oh, it's in. Yeah, it's on the eastern part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Norfolk. Cool. My friend, I think, lived on Norwich Street when I was young, so it's also in Richmond. Nice. Fun fact. Mean or you? Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see what happens there with their manager situation. Norwich still bottom. Um, mm. And 
So we had Crystal Palace 2-0 over Wolves. That man, Connor Gallagher, is... His goal was a little... Just right a little now. lucky. Uh, I don't really care. I mean, yeah. he's... He's balling. Do you think he has a future in Chelsea's midfield? How young is he? He's only, what, 21? Yeah, maybe after they sell him and then buy him back again one day. <laughs> <laughs> Love a chance. I mean, I look at Chelsea's midfield right now. Remember like, when they signed example, Saul? Remember that happened? <laughs> yeah, I did. Has he played yet? Like Carabao Cup, that's it. What the hell? I can't believe they can just do that. He wasn't yeah. He wasn't pennies. No, <laughs> yeah. no. He's only on loan, I think. And, and then they have like an option to buy. I don't think it's an obligation. What the? Why'd they get him? That, that that signing made no sense. Like, like for me guys. right now, for me right now, like I'd rather have Gallagher on my team than Ross Barkley or Ruben Loftus Cheek. True. So I still like I I think, I think Ruben Loftus Cheek is good. He is, but Gallagher is in terrific form. Young player, very promising. Um, and he's been a big reason why Palace have looked good under Vieira so far. Zaha goal as well. And yeah, doing pretty well. I mean, Palace, you look at them. They've only lost twice this year. Yeah, we were talking about that last week, how they like... And they're up to three wins now. They're 10th in the league. I think a Viera. lot of people just kind of wrote off Vieira and yeah. saying, eh, you know, he's no good. He's one of those players, manager, like he made the leap too quickly. You just got the job because you're a famous player. And I think we all thought it was out, he was out of his depth. But well, he has been managing other, elsewhere for a bit now. I mean, he was... Under the city yeah, guys, he was in the MLS for but a he bit. He's an assistant at City. Well, so. yeah, Manchester City. Yeah, yeah. So he, he was like Arteta too, right? Maybe, Maybe. But like briefly, very briefly, he played for City at the end of his career. But Vieira at least had like the experience of like managing before, even though it yeah. was in the MLS. Yeah, he had Jack Harrison on his team. Yeah, that's MLS. right. Interesting fact there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Palace looking good. Um, and then Brighton and Newcastle 1 1. Trossard scored penalties. Had a pretty good start to the season overall. Did they uh, Did they get. Was that before last Tuesday they got Eddie Howe? I don't know if he Eddie was managing. Eddie Howe was this... like announced like yesterday. Yeah. I was going to talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah. So they didn't have Howe yet. but <laughs> They're going down. Yeah, that's a that's a weird appointment. <laughs> weird appointment. Um, I I mean we we called it from the beginning that they weren't they weren't fixing anything. This like it was no the money was no instant fix. Now you assume they're going to run a four four two similar to what he ran at Bournemouth. He's got Callum Wilson back. He's got Ryan Fraser back. Two players that were big players for him at Burnley or Bournemouth. Got him relegated. Um. But for a while, let's be fair, they were like a decent side. They were okay. They were okay. And then they did they ever finish top half? They did, I think. Which is incredible for Burma. Yeah. They also had like one of the highest net spends, like Mm. in that little stretch. Like they were underperforming for how much money they were spending. They got a cool nickname though. Cherries. Cherries, yeah. They might get promoted this year. Um, I think Scott Parker's their manager now. Whoa. Whoa, I love that. Did you not know that? No. Oh, no, I think yeah, I think Scott Parker is on there. I love Scott Parker. Um and they're second in championship right now, I think, so every player but, who yeah. tucks their shirt in reminds me of Scott Parker. 
that he has tuck your shirt in energy. It just is oh, just so top of the him. championship. Oh, they are the three top three teams in the championship are just the the, the trifecta of never leavings: Burmuth, Fulham, West Brom. <laughs> well, so Fulham, terrible. Speaking of Fulham, I saw Mitrovic. I think he's like. He's got like twenty goals in seventeen games in the championship this season so far. Wow! People seeing a lot of the, a lot of the. Gear. He like dude is Mister. He's Mister Championship, season. dude. That guy dude. loves the championship. I feel like Pookie. He Pookie's didn't one of those. Play too. last year. Yeah, like at all. He was getting shut out of the squad by Scott Parker. <laughs> I don't blame you, Scott. Yeah, I hate that guy, Mitrovic. It's probably a personality thing. Yeah, got twenty goals in seventeen games. Who's Fulham's manager these days? Not sure. But, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see what happens here with Eddie Howe at Newcastle. Marco Silva. Don't expect a lot. Oh. Former Everton manager? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah, I remember Marco Silva. Brief stint. He was a guy before Ancelotti, right? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. I would expect, if, I would expect Newcastle to kind of... I would see them running like Callum Wilson and St. Maximin up top. And then wingers of like Almarone, Frazier. Um, I think it's going to work. They're not working with a whole lot though. There. No. So. Decent result though to go to Brighton and get a point to be fair. Um, I just hate when people keep saying like, look at these rumored Newcastle transfers. They're obviously not going to get it. Ter Stegen to New... No. Yeah, no. Ter Stegen's not going to Newcastle. Why are you even saying that? I feel like he could. I feel like that's oh, one of those. That's one of those type of players, sort of at the tail end. Of, I mean, Stratagen's got to be up there. He's still an amazing keeper, but I feel like I he's. I bet you he's not even thirty-two. Really? I bet Stratagen's thirty-one. He's twenty-nine. Oh my god, they're not getting Stratagen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bars is like starting keeper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a top-level keeper then for like five more years, probably. Yeah. Usman Dembele. He's been great this season, though. Fair. Barca is a hole. Yeah. yeah. So, but you don't like you don't even if you have the money like you don't take Barca starting keeper to a relegation battle. Yeah, keeper. yeah, no, yeah. that's not gonna happen. It'll be um, this this January will be really interesting to watch Newcastle and us. We have let me do some business. Yeah, hope they're saying that Conte is just gonna have like the green light to go get whoever he wants, and Newcastle just got buttloads of money they're gonna be looking to use. It could be an active January. Kovic, yeah. I saw you guys are looking. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you're looking, but yeah, lines are closed. All these rumors like we made contact, and then Fabrizio came out and tweeted like there's been no contact. He yet. said, I think Fabrizio said that um, his agent won't even pick up your calls. Well, I mean, we have, <laughs> like we already have two strikers playing right now. I don't really blame him. I don't think that's why. <laughs> yeah, definitely that's why I mean, two strikers it wouldn't fit. <laughs> Say what you want about us not being an attractive club, but we've attracted some players over the summer, and they're doing a decent job. I'll get into that in a sec. I did want to mention here, Barca blew a 3-0 lead on Saturday. And they just got a new manager. They appointed Xavi. Yeah. Which is a good hire, I think. I think so. Was he sense. coaching in like the Saudi league? Was he playing in the Saudi he was league? Coaching. He was coaching. Al-Sad. I've seen clips of his team, and it was like vintage Barca what they were playing. Yeah, they talk no, stuff. No, he's right. No, it was like impressive. I mean, I, mean, I know it's Saudi league. Yeah, but like think about the players he's working <laughs> True, with. True. Yeah, they were doing like one touching, and then they get it all the way down, and 
spoon the chance out for a throw and it was like usually the batter but it was still impressive and he's actually got good decent players he's been coined the chosen one oh that's that's gonna have come back to bite them yeah so let's see it let's see how that one works but barcelona ninth in the league right now 11 points off top spot damn that is ridiculous for just 12 matches in. um on top of these, actually, Real Sociedad. Oh, I like that. David Silva on? I think so. He still is. I I think Madrid got to be the favorites, though. Yeah. The one on Saturday. They just, they've looked, pretty, they've keeps looked going. pretty good so far this year. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can get into Sunday. Here. Yeah, definitely. Do you guys want to start or should I? You go for it. All right. So it's one nil to Arsenal. Um, ten games unbeaten in all comps. Impressive run. Definitely the best run of Arteta's reign so far as Arsenal manager. Um, started early with a chance that this is interesting because this I did not know was a rule. So there was a cross that came into the box, and oh, I'm not exactly sure what happened. I think it was like Aubameyang here. I'm going to, like, put it on the wall here. Aubameyang, say, like, this is the goal right here. All right. Aubameyang's here. Keeper's here. Saka's, like, here. He's behind the keeper. Behind the keeper. Aubameyang, like, I think tries to lift it over the keeper, and the keeper gets a touch. <clears throat> and when that happens, a defender, like, runs behind the keeper mm-hmm. on the goal line. Okay. So he's the last line of defense is this defender. When, where was he when Aubameyang hit the ball? See, in front that, of the keeper, behind gonna, the keeper. I, I would have to pull up the video. But Saka eventually gets the ball and puts it in the net. But they take a look at VAR, and I think the defender was back there still because what they said was if the keeper touches it and you're behind the keeper, like that's offside, unless there's two defenders behind the keeper. Two, two defenders. And then since there was Ooh. only one, it was offside, I guess. <laughs> that yeah, I don't know. Right? Very, uh, very odd rule there. Two defenders. I'd like to see the video. Let me try to pull it up. Yeah. Um, That's why we need Jamie. It's very, Jamie. very odd scenario there. But it looked like Saka put us ahead seven minutes in, and that was really going to pretty much make the afternoon. Did you guys play? But Watford. Got got ruled out. Um, then we get a penalty through Lacazette. Um, through Danny Rose. Trying yeah, that to, was a bad chance. Yeah, that was silly. Trying to clothesline your player. But Aubameyang stuffed by the vlog keeper, Ben yeah. Foster. To be fair, Ben Foster had a very good game. He had many other saves in this game. He had one on Gabriel that was, like, right on the goal line. Gabriel hit a header right at his, like, to his right side. And he just made a Oh, I love a kick, kick save. save. Mm. So that was a really good save he made. Um, but that's two straight penalty misses for Aubameyang. I can think I of think, other ones he's missed, too. Well, got... just this season, like two straight. I mean, he missed one against Villa, but he put in the rebound, and then we have one against Spurs. This is the one that comes to my mind first. Um, Probably others. I put Lacazette on penalties at this well, point. Lacazette, I mean... What about Pepe? I thought his whole thing was penalties. Well, considering he's not getting any time on the field... Saka. Oh, 
too. That's too soon, man. Yeah. <laughs> too soon. I don't know why you're laughing. You got PTSD. You I you did, but win Euros. Kane hit his penalty. <laughs> um, we'll always have that. I like to see Lacazette on penalties. Penalties, though. I mean, when you miss two in a row, it's yeah. yeah but you find it regardless. Yeah, I don't really know if. No, it's just an image. I didn't find it. Here, uh, do you want me to like pull up a YouTube video? He 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 has a YouTube video up, but it's just a still. Yeah, it's a guy talking. It's all right. And I don't even I don't know what to do about like uh, the recording thing going on. Yeah, just just forget it. It's not that important. And I'll find it. Uh, my friend wanted me to say that um, Arsenal always try to walk the ball into the net. Do you agree with that? Um. Well, look at our goal. I mean, yeah. I think that well, wasn't your phone button. Oh, it is. Telemarketer. <laughs> but I mean, is that see, a problem like, you guys have? I I think in the past, like last season, definitely, and we struggled to score a lot because of that. But I think this season we have players willing to take a chance. Strike the ball from distance, make a run towards defenders, um, and it's 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 no more clear in any other player in this team than Emil Smith Rowe right now. Um, it was a good shot, great strike. I thought that goal a nice might little, have been called back. Yeah, because Milan Niles kind of really had a bump at Sarri. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I don't know, like when they define like the attacking move or like whatever or the build up. I guess they call it, but yeah. like. That definitely was a foul, I thought. And it was, like, right before yeah, you guys won the ball back. Definitely. And then Ben White won it back, kind of made a nice skill. Yeah. And then he got – he got he lost the ball. And, and it's all right. Just to, took it yeah. first time. It's a good strike. strike. Low, powerful in the corner. Took a minor deflection, but still mm. really good strike. Um, the crowd went nuts after that. The man's just loving it right now. He's just playing great stuff. The energy's there. Um, the end product is there. I mean, that's three straight games with a goal for Smithrow. He's really, really come strong into this team. And he got rewarded for it. Certainly. Um, got the number 10 on his shirt now. He's meriting that number. He certainly is playing up to that standard. Um, he got called up to England, you said, right? He did. Just this week because of, I think Rashford got hurt or something. But I think he just pulled it. He deserves I don't know. I don't know, but Smithrow deserves it. I mean, the way he's been playing, he certainly deserves his first call up to the England senior team. Um, and then it was we actually we put the ball in the net again through Odegaard, but it's that man Aubameyang again taking away a goal for us. He like kind of slid behind the back line and got like a spike on the ball before it hit the net, and he uh, he was offside. He was offside. Yeah, he lives offside. I feel he does. Obama he's offside a lot. Um, Odegaard was pissed too because he like didn't. It was already going in. Back and was like, Come on, man. yeah, damn. Um, but a real scare at the end of this game came through. The first real error I can remember Aaron Ramsdale having in an Arsenal shirt. Um, him and Ben White kind of both went towards the ball right around the corner um, and just missed it. I mean, they both just missed the ball. Did you guys see this? No. Josh King had a. Shot on an empty net. Now the angle was very tight. Okay. Um, but he he had an empty empty goal to aim at, and he hit the side netting. Mm. Just couldn't bend it in the corner enough. Um, but that's a that was a huge let off. 
Um, in a game, we should have scored more. In the end, we were still a little bit fortunate to grab three points. Um, but overall, we deserved the three points. Like, we played well enough to certainly grab them. Um, up to fifth. Up to fifth in the league. Just an absolute charge since August. Um, again, just so impressed with this back line. It, it, this is, like, the best back line I've seen in a long time at Arsenal. Ben White. Let's talk a little bit about Ben White, all right? Oh. Like, the man, what do you suppose that? That was the Ramsdale mistake. Oh, yeah, that was bad, dude. It was like... I think Josh King could have dribbled that in the net. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because there was, like, no one there. Uh, yeah. Um, nah, I think people would have caught up, actually. But Ben White has been almost flawless so far. He's just... He's much more of a creative center back than we've ever had either, you know? Makes some runs up the field. Likes to hit the long balls. Comfortable with the ball. He's really, really calm with the ball on his feet, which is something that not many Arsenal center backs have been in the past 10 years even. Um, so I, I'm loving Ben White. Um, is he worth 50 mil? Maybe not at this point, but he's he's certainly um, showing why we signed him this summer. That partnership with Gabrielle has been great. Um, the real player I was impressed with is Maitland Niles in this game. Um, he came in for Partey, who's hurt just before kickoff. Oh, unfortunate. Yeah, but he filled the role. He was everywhere. I mean, winning the ball back, making passes, sliding people through in the wings, carrying the ball on his feet through the midfield. He was impressive. Looked a lot like he did on West Brom over last winter into the spring which he played pretty well there in the midfield, but he hasn't really gotten a shot at Arsenal in the midfield yet. He's always been a uh, like a right back for us. We just never gave him a chance in the midfield. I think he's showing right now he might deserve to be a starter in the midfield. Definitely. I mean, so it's 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 good work from him um, to slide in there and really put in a man-of-the-match performance, in my opinion. I thought he was brilliant. You guys have strange um, numbers. Goalkeeper is number 32. Right back is 18, left back 20, striker 14. All the numbers, all the people with like the starting numbers like suck now. Yeah. Bellerin, yeah. Leno, Lacazette's kind of out of the team. Yeah, he's got the nine. Lacazette's been starting now oh, okay. the past few weeks. And that's that's a main reason why I think we're, Shaka. we're putting in performances. As far as I'm concerned, we can sell Shaka at this point. We have enough depth, depth now in that midfield. But we have like three solid midfielders I'd say with between Partey, Lakanga and and Maitland Isles now. We don't need Jaka. Especially without Europe. Like not having Europe, we don't need Jaka anymore. Um we should have cashed in on him this summer. We should have sold sold him to Roma. We always fall for the trap that he plays well internationally and then he just sucks for us. Um but yeah, not much else to say. I will give Ben Foster a lot of credit though. He had a really good game. Especially with that penalty save. Um, Cycling goalkeeper. And I, I still don't know why Sissoko is their captain. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't make sense to me. Oh, Musa Sissoko. He's a leader. Yeah, 1-0 to Arsenal. Leader in giveaways. Fifth in the table. And guess who's next? Anfield. Liverpool. Whoa. Right after that. Here's a t- that's break. a test. That's a huge, huge test, test for this team. So it should be very interesting to see how that goes. I'm not expecting much there. I'm gonna be real, because we never really get points at Anfield. But yeah, we'll nobody see. does. We'll see. Um, 
All right, on to Conte's first Premier League game. Nil-nil. Nil-nil draw. Kind of boring, with but... Everton. My question is, what happened with that disallowed penalty? Oh, um, well, yeah, it was like uh, one of their... Richarlison was through, and Hugo Lloris came out. He was really quick off his line all, all game, and he came out, and Richarlison tried to touch it past him, and Hugo went for the ball, and Hugo got, like, a fingernail on it. He touched he it. He yes. might not have even So that's pretty ball. similar to, like, what happened with Ramsdale against Burnley. I suppose. I, I don't know. He also might not have gotten the ball. He might not have gotten the ball. The the image kind of like Richarlison's foot and Hugo's hand kind of like were the same color. Like they were both like his Neon. boots. Yeah, they were both like wearing like the same color yeah. blue and they kind of went that towards the ball at the same time. So it was like really hard to tell what actually touched the ball. And there's really only one angle that like could have told you whether he touched the ball. But I do think, I do think he touched the ball. But it was... Extreme. If I was an Everton fan, I would be mad. I would be upset mm-hmm. that I, that that was overturned. Because Charleston also didn't like go like Charleston went down and didn't call for a penalty. Exactly, and Richarlison's the type to make a like wail oh, yeah, about sure. everything. He did yeah. like so, three more times that game. So it was interesting that, that he didn't claim anything. So. We had two big. Okay, here's the here's the tax I want. So we run a th- we've been running a three four three. Um, with. Like the three center backs, Hoybeer and Skip in the middle, Reggie and Emerson out wide, and then Mora, Sonny, and Kane up front. And like I watched a video on the tactics, and pretty much the goal is like we send our wing backs out to the touchline. And the goal they have stop. Brian. Brian's calling me. The go- yeah. <laughs> the goal we have with those wing backs is to push the – it was a 4-4-2. So their goal was to push Damari Gray and Anthony Gordon back so they can't counterattack. Like, they have to cover that space. And then it widens the pitch and allows, like, Kane, Son, and Lucas to come short. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that opens up more space down wide. So a couple times there was one that was Regulone to Emerson and Emerson to Regulone where we would, like, open up all this space and the – like the one Emerson had, it like allowed he got in plenty of space on the right side, and Damari Gray had to come back and play left back, and he was able to put in a ball because it kind of shifted their whole back line over. Because mm-hmm. like then their Dinier had to like come up and play Kane, and then Kane picked up the ball, played it over to, um, or no Coleman had to come up. I'm trying to get the names right, but anyway, it just opened up like a back post opportunity and like it just kind of makes the wingers come back and forces them to play defense so like if we do lose the ball they're not up the field and can't start a counter but it, yeah. it, it depends a lot on the quality of our our it's basically just like pinning him back yeah and emerson had a dime to regulone and regulone kind of it was it was a tough shot i guess it was like on the half volley and he skied it and then there's another time where it was the same strategy and regulone hit in a, a perfect cross to emerson and he should have done better on the header. Also, and should have been a quarter. We thought should have been a corner, but it also allows like when, like for Emerson's header, his matchup was Damari Gray. It's like and that's a that you fancy that you fancy your fullback against a winger yeah. and a header. Certainly. And the same for Regulon was Anthony Gordon having to cover him, and we had like the overlapping center backs, and it just like allows all of our players in the middle 
of the pitch just to occupy like all those central four defenders and forces the wingers to come back and defend our fullbacks. So it's like put it's giving you favorable matchups going forward while at the same time like putting them in a position where if they get the ball off of us, they aren't able to counterattack because their attacking players are back. And that's just against a four four two. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes up against other teams. I think we should switch to a three four one two. And I'd like to see I always valued a Lucas off the bench. Yeah. Okay. I always thought so, Lucas off the bench when things were going a little awry was a good a good thing to have kinda. And play instead of having uh going a little three, what? What? Going a little what? Ari? Is that the right? Awry. Oh my god. <laughs> Ari. I'm an idiot. Awry. <laughs> Damn. Um I yeah, damn, stop talking. Down. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, 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 no. So what you're saying is like maybe run like a central t- central. I'd rather have like a Domblay. So like that's kind of reminds me of what the later Emery days were like, kind of with Arsenal. Hopefully better. Kind of Ozola than Lacazette Alcamian. Hey, we scored goals, man. With that, with that <laughs> I would kill to score some goals. We I'm just telling you, we just conceded a lot. We even we had, had a shot. Bonehead Socrates and Mustafi back there, and you guys have better center backs than that. So, one, we haven't gotten a shot on target since like the West Ham game. Really? Like when we were in Atlanta? Yeah, the first half of that game too. So you guys didn't like, have any shots on. Oh my god! Yeah, like shots on target. It, it that's kind of misleading because the two chances that like Tristan talked about were pretty good chances each of them, and I think yeah. we outscored them on XG. We also hit the post. Yeah, that's true, and yeah. like it's just so like our players can't, aren't good at finishing, but like uh, we we created some chances at least I under think it's contact. A matter of time until Kane and Son strike form here. I'm telling you, Kane, especially in those next <laughs> five games you mentioned. Yeah, like it's just gonna take one or two to fly in, and then, and then you really get the sense that they'll start coming. I'm putting I'm, Kane's in a really bad stretch right now, but like you got to put like seven years of quality. Kane. This happened to Aubameyang last season. I mean, like the dude was dry of goals. He only scored what eight all season, and now he's already scored four or five this season, and probably should have had another on Sunday. Yeah, so, Kane, I mean, Kane's like, done it for it, years. Like, it happens, you know. I'm like. It's a bad stretch, but like now that Conte's in here, hopefully has a you new fire a, lit under him. You know, him, it's a quality player when you know you're ten games into the season, you only have a goal, and you're like wondering where's this guy at. That's he's just like, been bad, just, though. He has been bad. Like even he doesn't look like he's in good shape either. No, which like hopefully is fixed up. But I, I don't. I still think he's going to end the season with fifteen plus, and that's that's disappointing. Oh, for Kane? Kane? Yeah. Less than 20 goals a season is a bad season for Harry Kane. And as the people are just like, what's Kane's in this slump? Like, he's not the player he used to be. Well, he was doing fine at the Euro. Yeah. Literally last season had the most goals and assists in the league, despite us finishing seventh. So it's like, this 10-game stretch has been awful, but, like, it's nothing too concerning. Like, it's just been... In the past nine months, he's been at the the best uh, quality you, of anybody in the world. So, like, I don't, I don't. If you get to like Boxing Day and he still doesn't have five goals, and then, then you're a little worried. Panic. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, I agree. It's going to bang him in. Little, little it's Harry Kane. Little disappointing for Spurs 
We still have yet to get a penalty. <laughs> That's what's holding him back. True. Oh, Hoagie got sent off off the bench. Yeah, late, late. We didn't get a penalty, but Deli Alley took it. Um, Where was Harry? That's when he was at the beginning of the season. He was still oh. riding the pine. Yeah, that red card was kind of bad. Like, um, Holgate definitely got the ball, but his follow through was like knee high into the back of Hoiberg. Studs up. It was. I thought it was a red card right yeah, away. Yeah, Hoiberg was bleeding. When there's blood, that's how you kind of know. Yeah, that's never a good thing. Um, Leeds Leicester. Yeah, it was a lead lead for Leeds. That didn't last long at all. No. Rafinha, good goal off a free kick. Those are tricky. Those are tricky. Did you see Harvey Barnes' goal? What a goal. That, that's probably a goal of the weekend. Right Definitely. There. That was a great that was goal. was a stunner. Harvey Barnes. Top corner. Superb finish. What a great finish. Um, and should we start asking this, too? I mean, he had a good start, but where's Jamie Vardy been recently? Hmm. He's went pretty dry with goals. Hasn't scored since um, that win against Man United mid-October. Um, Leicester as a whole have sort of I feel like they 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 their form is sort of parallel to Vardy's form when Vardy's oh, playing yeah. well Leicester's flying yeah. when Vardy's going missing Leicester's missing and this was the return of Ndidi as well you really expect them to take all three points here um, but they did not and where are they in the table now I mean they, they're definitely bottom half yeah they're 12th in the table um, it's not very impressive so far from Leicester. Not, I mean, people were tipping them to finish top six again. Yeah, rightly so. They have a good squad, but Brandon Rogers. Hasn't, I wonder what's going on over there. Mind is elsewhere. Where else would it United. be? Ooh, wow! That would, that be, would be something. That would crazy. be something. Considering he used to manage Liverpool, that would be pretty. I mean, has like I don't think any manager has ever managed Liverpool and Man United, right? Like, I don't think I that's can't think ever happened. Players, I do players make that switch? I feel like they do. There's got there's had to be someone. Ben Cage said he wanted the new manager to be Gerard. I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> what? Are you serious? Gerard? Yeah. Would Gerard take that? No. No. I was no. Like, Buddy, first off, probably not a great appointment, even if he wasn't your biggest rival's legend. Like <laughs> biggest <laughs> legend. Biggest legend, yeah. I was like, you need interesting, brain interesting, check. interesting. Switching subjects. Have you seen the Sixers? Do you see their starting lineup tonight? No, B-Ball Paul. We got Shake, Cork, Andre Drummond, B-Ball Paul, and Tyrese Maxey. Let's right go. now, our players out: Seth Curry, Embiid, Tobias Curry Harris, now? Isaiah Joe. Yes, Seth Curry, Joe Embiid, Tobias Harris, Isaiah Joe, Grant Riller, Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybulle are all out. So our whole team. Wow. Literally four of and our starters. And we're on national TV tonight, I think. Well, Cork, feed Cork. Feed Firkin. He had a he had a big game last night. I heard. He uh, almost, last night? He almost pulled one out against the Knicks. We're in full-on process process team I mean, right now. It's, we should not be playing COVID. games when, like, our whole team has COVID. Like, yeah, gonna, it's just that's what has them all one. out? And be Curry. And Tobias, started with Tobias, and, and then it just is... Like game by game, someone new has been out. It's like, dude, are it's they like, vaxxed? Yeah, they have to. Most be, of I our think. players are vaxxed. I think all of them are. We don't have any open anti-vaxxers, at least. 
Maybe it's a secret. I know Embiid is vaxxed. I I would think I can tell you 100% Tobias Harris is vaxxed. Oh yeah, true. That guy is he's a social activist. Good so. round. We were uh, we were number one in the NBA power rankings this week. Whoa! And like our whole team's playing, we're really good. Yeah, we are. And we don't need Ben Simmons. No. That's become very obvious because Tyrese Maxey has stepped in quite well. I get Jalen Brown. Oh, bro, that's what dreams are made of. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that's gonna happen. I don't think the Celtics are that stupid. Like you can't, ben you can't really expect runner. them to. I mean, I'd. I would I would do that. I would even send like Shake Milton too or something. Sure. Like I would throw him two players and a pick for Brown. Their starting point good. guard right now is Marcus Smart. He's not a point guard either. No, he's not. They need defense too. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense for them to want Ben, but it's also like our biggest rival. <laughs> so, That's fine. Hey. Like Liverpool and United. Yeah. Well, speaking of Liverpool, we'll get into that game quick. Three two to West Ham. Two out of the three West Ham goals were from corners, right? There was that yeah, one. That was one was kind of Allison got the last touch. That was very early on. Yeah, and then that goalie interference. And Kurt Zuma. I didn't think it so. Should, I thought it maybe should really. Have been. I but didn't. Bana got a body on him. I didn't get a good look at it, but it just Bana seemed like got a body on him. It could have barely. Owen very would not stop crying. Bad. Crying? Oh my god! He with tears. Yeah. <laughs> no, just like anytime Liverpool fans aren't really used to. Call's not going their way, so he was just like, oh, just like, shoot. <laughs> He's like, well, on this next corner, just, is there goalkeeper Fabianski still? Yeah. He's like, oh, just shoot Fabianski in the head on this corner, because <laughs> apparently, like, that's allowed. I was like, okay, dude, calm down. Maybe maybe goalie interference. I thought Allison just sort of flapped at it, and I didn't. He did flap at it, but I did. I did Agbana think did get a decent it. amount of contact yeah. on him, but. Arnold, it was a though? superb equalizer from Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Just a curling effort. No and it, the it wasn't even like a a dead ball. They did a little... They kind of set up Salah. Salah kind of touched it dead. Yeah. And then Trent hit it. Yeah, that... Yeah. Man, he, he's the best. He's the best in the league at that right now. There's no one that I would rather have in a free kick situation like that. Than Prousey? Alexander-Arnold. What? Prousey? I don't know, man, but from that range, from that close range, yeah, it's true. so deadly. Prouse, you back it up 10, 10 more yards, yeah, and I take Prouse. <laughs> but Trent is so deadly from around that 18 yard box. Um, but then, yeah, the West Ham explosion came. It was four nows with the goal. I thought Allison should have done better for that, too. So, oh, too. yeah, 100%. 100%. He, he was very weak wristed. Very. That. Like, he got what looked like a lot of him yeah. on it. But also, back line got exposed there for Liverpool. Um, just an open space. So then, they got exposed a lot of time. Van Dyke was... Mikel Antonio um, was like one-on-one through and then just had a poor final touch that led him away from goal. He could have scored in the first half. It was a very up and yeah, it back was everywhere. and forth game. It was really entertaining. Um, yeah, then Zuma grabbed the third. Corner. I mean, that London Stadium was rocking. That place was jumping. They're blowing was, those bubbles. Yeah, it was. I want to know how many goals West Ham have had from corners this season. That's David Moyes' thing. They set are the pieces. set piece specialists. They I can think of three at least. Yeah, um, and then Origi had a really well taken goal. That was a great goal. Back. That was a great finish. And really, Liverpool should have equalized when Mane had a oh yeah sitter of a wow. Head. I mean, the he fact didn't... that he missed the target is incredible. I don't even know why he tried to head it. 
It was at his foot. Yeah, and he, he kind of like dove, dove down towards the ground ahead it and just missed the far corner. He should be scoring that. A hundred percent. That was on a platter. Yeah. Probably a, so. Really, a missed chance. I don't remember who, but probably a Trent delivery because it was coming in from the right. It was. It was like a little set piece setup yeah. too from them. And yeah, missed chance for Mane. A huge missed chance, and then okay. it results in okay. losing. How about David Moyes? I mean, just an incredible story with him. Three points off the top okay. of the league. I mean, listen to the teams they've beaten. They've beaten Liverpool. Us. They beat Man City. They beat Tottenham. They beat Manchester United. They beat Manchester. All this season. Yeah. That's incredible. They're flying. Seven, two, and two. Europa League group. They are just simply sensational. I mean, think about this. I mean, think about when Moyes took over. What was that, 2017 or 18? They were in a bad spot. They were, like, flirting with relegation yeah. constantly. Yeah. And the turnaround, I mean, I remember during lockdown, like, that period, wasn't even that long ago. That was not even a year and a half ago. They were in a relegation scrap during that time, and they put together a couple wins during that period and got out of it. And yeah. Ever since then, they've just been fine. Turned around completely. Like yeah. uh, the Suchek and Kufal transfers, I think, did a lot of yeah, change. I but I don't Zuma, even know I think if... Zuma's been a great sign yeah, for them true, as well. Yeah, true, true. He's really shored up that back line. Declan Rice has been fantastic Of course, season. yeah. Um, Bowen is another signing that's worked out really well for them. Ben Rama has worked out well. Fornow seems like a new player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he used to be like I used to think he was terrible, but he used to turn into a nice player for them, like a starting player. He's been great. Um, and even Craig Dawson comes in and plays most of this match, and is pretty good defensively. So, I feel like they started doing well once they stopped playing. Um... Lanzini? No, no, the guy, Noble. Mark Noble, yeah. 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 Well, Mark's got a little old legs, so it makes <laughs> sense. Um, but one thing I've noticed about Liverpool, uh, you know, I kind of mentioned how Trent lacks defensively, but it's even more so, I think, their midfield that's been lacking defensively. All right. They clearly miss one. Hmm. I think it's very obvious that they miss Wijnaldum. I've seen a lot of stuff on Premier League panel, Twitter account, that really shows where... Friend of the pod. Wijnaldum, yeah, shout out Premier League panel. Shows where Wijnaldum would kind of fill in the void whenever, you know, because like Henderson would commit forward or Oxley chamberlain would commit forward. And Wijnaldum would kind of be the guy to drop back and, and make up for that. Even even on the on the wings, he would do that. But they don't have that right now, and I think it's hurting them. I mean, you look at their key midfielders right now. Fabinho is really the only one that's kind of defensive-minded. I don't think Henderson has ever really been a great defensive midfielder. Oxlade-Chamberlain certainly hasn't. He's more attacking-minded. And then Thiago's, I'd say, more attacking-minded as well. You know, more of a creative passer than a defensive kind of presence, so... Stick uh, Alexander so, Arnold in there, maybe. It's it's well, it's know. it's giving it's exposing Liverpool's back line is what it's doing. It's putting them in a lot of. It, it's kind of what happened last year. I mean, like they conceded a lot of goals last year, and even with Van Dyke back there this year, they're still getting exposed and conceding goals. Um, I don't know. Just if you see a lot of their goals they concede, and a, a lot of um, 
a lot of interesting things that's happened to Liverpool this year. They've it looks like they've given up a lot. Even if Brighton has happened, they let a lot happen through the middle mm. of the field on them. And a lot of teams have had success attacking through the middle. Even I guess Man City's kind of scored both theirs on things against Liverpool, but I'd say that's kind of where Liverpool struggled. So I don't think Allison is that great as like a shot stopper. I think he's definitely having a bit of a struggle this season. At least a he's having bit. a few mares last season too. Remember. A little period. There was what like was a... that. What was that one against Leicester? Remember that? Yeah, there was one against City too. Where it was like, what are you thinking? He was the highest scoring yeah, yeah, goalkeeper bad. last year, though. He had one against Arsenal too. I remember, like, over the COVID, yeah, summer period. He had a horrible giveaway in that game. So, oh, I mean, Liverpool when they're good, they're great. But when they're bad, I mean, they can see goals and they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's their first loss of the season. No more invincible teams this season. Um, I saw a comparison between City and Liverpool. I was like, um, Liverpool's attack is like a blitzkrieg. Well, they're just gonna like hammer you and get like three or four goals. And City's attack is like death by a thousand cuts, where they <laughs> just do the same thing, same little things over and over again, and eventually they're gonna score two or three yeah. or four and beat you. I thought yeah. that was pretty apt. That yeah, was pretty spot on, I'd say. Interesting. Decent clowns. Oof. So let's do it. I want to give my beast to Paratici because, Ooh, like, Good one. apparently he was the main force between convincing Conte to come. Like, it was an uphill battle to convince yeah. Conte. And apparently Paratici, I've heard, is, like, the only one who could have possibly convinced him. And he took charge of that press conference for the first time. Which is fun. So, I, he's not very public, so, but that was good to see I, him that way. He's a good guy to have at the club. I'm really glad we have him. He's, I like them. The more Italian, the better, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Get Paratici. Maybe we can sell it to Daniel Lavini. Yeah. Mm, all right, Drew, do you have one? I'm, it's like, Peace. I mean, I feel like it's recurring. It's Smith Rowe. Mm. The, the way this dude's playing, he's quite literally carrying this Arsenal team right now, I think. I mean, you look at our past few results, without his presence, we could be dropping points here. I mean, we would have dropped points against Watford if it wasn't for him. He's been that guy. That guy. And he's on the England squad now. Mm-hmm. He's really, really been sensational. Um, Got to give it up to him. He, he's, he's just been brilliant. An honorable mention to David Moyes. And just the whole West Ham situation right now. So yeah. impressive. They have just blown me away. Again, with not a lot of depth. But that shows their fitness is great, first of all. I mean, they were running hard all 90 minutes in that game against Liverpool. They weren't out fitness at all. Um, and it's just like the, their players are just doing what they need to do all around the pitch. It's been impressive. And again, I said this when Tristan was out, but I'll say it again. Declan Rice has been unreal this season. Oh, a hundred percent. He might he might be the best midfielder in the Premier League so far this season. Probably. He's I saw stats. He's got like the most tackles, duels one. I thought Hoyberg had the most tackles. Hoyberg yeah, I mean, has the most tackles, successful tackles. 
Success. Spurs official. (laughs) Everyone needed to know that. (laughs) Probably the only stat we have a player leading in. But he's bad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Big debate. I don't think he's been like. I don't think he's been like dispossessed this season. Once. You don't think so? I don't. Not like I think I read that. De- Declan Rice, not Hoyer. Oh, okay. Hoyer, <laughs> Declan. That's, that's incredible in itself. Yeah. Really. Um, he get, he takes the ball away. He does not give it away. Well, that's a great player. But I, I take it. Um, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yeah. The Declan, the Rice takes, but he do not giveth away. He is not like the Lord. My beast is Connor Gallagher. Okay. He's just been killing it. Yeah. He has. He's been brilliant. Yeah. Really. I mean, he's just been. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about it. He's been doing a fantastic job. Every game, he seems to be popping up with goals and assists, which, like, I feel like he doesn't even play. Energy to sell his part. He doesn't really play in an advanced role either. So, yeah, like, to be popping up. Happen from the midfield. He's yeah. Been really impressive. I remember being really impressed with him when we played against him, too. I thought he was bossing us. So. He bossed us at the Emirates. Exactly. He's just been. Seriously, he's been. Every really, game. Really good. So, it'll be an exciting one to watch in the future. Clown, I've inadvertently made this man my clown, I feel like, the past two weeks, but it's got to be LaCelso. <laughs> that man is the so damn frustrating. That corner? The corner is, was pitiful. Couldn't it's, even get it off the ground. the worst corners like, I've ever and seen. And it was, like, the 90th minute, up a man. You need to yeah. put that in a position. That is our, that, yeah, that's our last hurrah. Exactly. At least put the ball somewhere. In the air? In the air? <laughs> Like, his corners are usually bad. He usually does not beat the first man. But even for him, that was despicable. For a professional player. You would, we, if we put Eric Dyer on the damn corner, I'm expecting something better. I think Definitely. I could put in a better corner than that. I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm if we're playing at U Park and I hit a corner and it pee rolls in the ground, I'm going, what am I doing? Exactly, I exactly. Even if, oh, yeah, that was frustrating. And... It was even just like all messed up because he like the ball like rolled from the wind, and then he tried yeah, to like take right. it short and like stop right before he kicked it, and then he like reset himself, and then took that. Sorry, excuse for a corner plus yeah. the opportunity missed on. Th- I don't know. 